For decades, TV has been an escape from our everyday life. We use reality TV to escape our jobs, children, and most of our responsibilities. Born out of the pandemic with two friends who became co-workers, I'm Greg. And I'm Demetria. Join, Join us, us to, to escape, escape reality. reality. Hello. Welcome back, everyone. Episode 140. Oh, oh, I made it. I made it. And you know what this means? It just means we're 10 episodes closer to 150. Okay. So speaking of numbers, <laughs> oh, okay. okay. I've gone down like rabbit holes that we talk about all the time, but I've been, I can't stop watching videos of people on Instagram. They're like reels, obviously on Instagram, mm-hmm. but people who like say numbers to customer service people or whatever, and they read them. Have you seen this? No. What is so it? They're like, what's your phone number? And he'd be like, 86, 72, 12, one. And the guy was like, what oh, no, <laughs> no, that's not going <laughs> to work. No. It's like my new favorite thing on Instagram. <laughs> no. like, this guy does it all the time. Like, yeah, can you please read your credit card number? And he's like, 47, 200, 189. No. Like, what the fuck did you just say? And then like, <laughs> doing like 400,063, 12. And they're like, I, sir, I did not get that. <laughs> no, I'm going to need you to just break it down in the fours or in the numerical order the phone number is in as it should be. I don't know why. It's like my new favorite thing. I, I How find did it, you even find this? I don't know. And then like it came <laughs> up because I'm like dealing with some customer service issues, right? Not issues, yes. but things right now. And so I was like talking to this guy and he's like, can I get your credit card number? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, I could be such an asshole right yeah, now. Duh. Don't make his, you want him to help you, right? (laughs) Well, that's what I figured. They'd probably be furious. Yes, Uh, I would be furious. I'll have to send you some, but like, it's my favorite, like, (laughs) decompressing thing right now because he says it with like such conviction. Oh God. Like there's clearly no, and you and I, you know, we've answered phones and dealt with, like, there's no way you could possibly grasp the numbers that he's reading out. No. (laughs) It's pretty funny. Oh, God. No, I hope that never happens to me. How are you? What's new? Uh, I'm good. Um, no, so as I've been saying, I've been in quests for new shows. Um, okay. as all of our shows are on breaks right now. So, um, you know, a couple things like Love and Hip Hop Atlanta started this week. So I did um, start that. Uh, and then I delved into the wild world of sisterhood. It's secrets and sisterhood. Oh, okay. Hulu. There's like 10 of them, isn't there? So there's 10 sisters. Um, They are all, so they're broken up into a group. Then they're like called the elders, which is like the top, the oldest four. And then the younger is like the wolf pack. And they're, so the the top, the, I shouldn't say the top, the older or elders were born in Afghanistan and they came here. And then the other ones were born in America. So they're more Americanized. So there's the same parents. All the same parents. Okay. Um, mother and father uh, were married over 30 years, and the father was murdered. Oh. Um, which they haven't gotten into. Now, I've watched every episode except the last, so maybe in the last, but they haven't gotten into it. So I don't, it has not been addressed, or I don't know if it's something maybe they cannot address. Uh-huh. Um, but they did say he was murdered. Here um, or in Afghanistan? They don't, they did not okay. say. So I'm one, that's why I was kind of like, ooh, I don't know. But they were here when it happened. Because okay. the youngest child was born. Oh, yeah, 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 obviously. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. But it was just, um, it's so for someone like me who has six sisters, uh, 
we have never all, because I have a blended family, so we've never all lived in the same house, but we have done things together at the same time, and it can be very chaotic. So to see 10 who grew up together, same house, <laughs> same everything, like, I don't even under, I don't even know, because the old the elders are like the other mothers, because they helped, obviously, help the mother raise yeah. the youngers. Um, and then the younger ones were like best friends. And so you see... You know, some of them that are there, they are Muslim and they're in their, their religion and they are very covered up. The oldest is, you know, fully covered uh, with the hijab, but the youngers like come in and like short, you know, low cut tops and they have implants and oh. like all of the things. And like they had a pool day, they go, oh, we're going to have a pool party and have a pool day. And they all came in like these covered long things. And then the youngest come in here and this like, a very conservative, like, bikini top, but not, like... It, it was one of those that's almost like a tank top, but it's a bikini top, and it had, like, ruffles. A tank shorts. Yeah, with shorts. <laughs> and they were like, oh, my mom's not gonna like it. Like, you need to cover up more. What are you doing? It's like... She's like, I thought we were having a pool. We're at the pool. Like, we're having a pool party. Yeah. And everybody has, like, long dresses and long sleeves. Like, none of you are swimming. Where do they live? Los Angeles. Okay. Is it a weekly release or is everything all? I watched it all at one time. It was, a, I could not turn away. Okay. Um, I just went straight through it, which, I mean, it could have been a weekly release and I'm just late to the game. Um, but I went straight through in, in a day because I couldn't stop watching. And it just is really about like the dynamics in the, in their relationships, but also how religion plays into their lives, how some of them, you know, believe and have certain values and the others understand the values, but don't necessarily follow them. Like half of them drink, half of them don't. Um, they just come up with really interesting things. Like they went on a trip actually uh, to Sonoma was their, their season trip. Oh, no way. Yeah, it was cool. And they went to a dinner that had CBD infused food. Mm-hmm. And the, the one of the sisters was like, well, why is it okay to have this, but you don't drink alcohol? Which was something that I didn't know. So I was kind of like, oh, yeah, that is a good question. How come that's okay? But, it's all it's all natural. Right. She was saying it doesn't. It comes from the in, earth. In their mind, it doesn't cause impairment where you don't know what you're doing the same oh. way as alcohol does. And I was that's like, well, let me tell you, from somebody who has been impaired by this CBD before, it does. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just really interesting to see the dynamics and the and, and the the relationships and the sisters are all dealing with different things that to us are very commonplace. Like one is experimenting, might be interested in women and one gets gets, um, pregnant out of wedlock. And these are like very, very, very serious things in their family as to where it happens. And we're just like, well, you figure out how to deal with it. So it's very interesting to me because I, I like learning about other cultures and how, um, you know, other families do things and how they support each other and, and just the dynamics. They're all very different. Ten, I, if you could ever think of like 10 sisters being very different, they're very different. Okay. I'm interested. I'm interested. Yeah. I've heard good things. So, so yeah, no, it's good. So then I went down the rabbit hole on the other side of things and started watching the idol. Oh, this is uh, the sex scene heard around the world. I, so maybe it's, I'm trying to understand. Uh, maybe for me, it's because I'm such a fan of the weekend. Um, and it'd be like seeing like Joe Jonas try to come out and do a very provocative and very um, 
explicitly spoken yeah. sex scene. Like, perfect, perfect word. Yeah, it doesn't quite fit. But I don't know the weekend, so maybe this is who he is. I don't know. But he he tries really hard to be very extra, um, over sexualized, very very sleazy. Like that's his character. He's he's this guy who's like a long ponytail, and he lives in excess, and he's just. You know that's his real house in the show. Yes. They use his real house. Yes. And it looks like um, something from Scarface or Miami Vice. Uh, Um, Lily Rose Depp, she's awesome. Like, she's beautiful. She plays the part very well. She's very troubled. Um, It's a good show that just really, there's a couple scenes in the first and second episode that I was just like, "Mm, okay, this is a lot for me. But is it? Like the creator or the producer of Euphoria, Euphoria or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say there's yeah. some relation to Euphoria. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and in the first episode, one of the girls that is like um, one of the main characters in Euphoria is in the episode in like the nightclub, just in a very small scene. Oh, nice. So they kind of cross it, cross you know, intersect it. But um, it, I mean, I'm gonna continue to watch it. I'm gonna give it a chance. The story is great. It has, I mean, some great. Uh, Hank Azaria, who I love and think is hilarious, and it was in Birdcage, and just a bunch of different things. He's in it. Um, I mean, there's a great supporting cast. It has some like some funny hues to it, but the story is dark and it is heavy, and it's just really about like the machine of Hollywood and stardom and how quickly, if you are not doing what you need to do, they'll grab the next person to do it. So yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, I watched that, and other than that. Obviously, my Kardashians, um, they're in Milan now. They're getting into the thick of things. I still can't really wrap my head around the argument between Kim and Courtney because I see both sides. But I think Courtney's being a little more sensitive about it because it doesn't make 100% sense to me. But so I'm just... I've only seen clips on Twitter. Yes. And it feels like jealousy. Mm-hmm. It seems like Courtney's just je- like when she was talking to Kendall. Well, Kendall was like, "I see both sides of it, but like, if your wedding wasn't happening, would she still have this deal? Is it that big of a deal that it coincided? I don't know." Well, and and what I got from her was basically she said like, "I've summered there every summer. I stay at their house. We have the personal relationship. I had them do my wedding. They styled it like." For then for them to ask her, it was almost like, oh, so you wanted them to ask you. Well, and that's why, didn't it, I well, the clip I saw was that it started as a Skims deal. Yes, it was supposed to be a Skims collab. So they wouldn't have used you anyway, Courtney. Exactly. I, yeah. Exactly. It didn't make sense because th- that's what she was saying. Like, I understood the Skims collab, but then all of a sudden it's, no, we're going to take all these looks from the 90s and 2000s, which is what we did for my wedding. And then on the other side of it, Kim's like, I was very careful and told them, do not take anything from the Madonna collection. Do not take anything from the lace collection. Nothing that was used for her wedding. Yeah. Um. So it was, it's like, okay, I think this is just kind of stupid, but all right. You're well, both, yeah, you and know. we know that like Kim hustles her ass off and Courtney doesn't. So it's like you wouldn't have been in that position to accept this deal anyway. And I, I honestly, like, I love Courtney, but I honestly could not see her walking the runway, doing all this promo, styling all these looks. Like, I, I don't see that for her. Like, that's not her thing. Um, it, it doesn't even make sense, really. But it was just kind of petty because they're like, you know, um, Chris is tweeting them out like, hey, don't forget to wear the T-shirts. And like, 
tweet these out, you know, or Instagram, IG, you know, take photos in the t-shirt. And she's like, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not doing uh, that. <laughs> so I was like, oh, um, okay. So it, it's Did getting you Did you see better. the Chloe body glove mashup? Love it. They look love so, the neoprene it. and the zipper. Yes. I love that shit. It looks good. I do too. I loved it back in the day. I had one of those babies. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> You're like, here I, I am. Four-year-old <laughs> Demetria coming back. <laughs> Watch out. When folks. I could actually wear a bathing suit and feel comfortable about it. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, these are coming back, but the cuts are not uh, not for me. The, that 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 deep cut um, bottom is a little too much. Yeah. <laughs> but she looks great. Yeah. I love her. Um, so yeah, that was about it. Um, I didn't really watch anything else new. What about you? Anything? Uh, nothing super crazy. I am knee deep in season five of Sheldon. So oh, I know you love that. I'm currently taking a break. Um, it's been a lot. I feel like I'm part of the family. <laughs> I mean, there's 22 episodes a season, and I'm literally halfway through season five. Does um, it make you think you want to watch Big Bang? No. Okay. Um, I the I the Big Bang like I maybe it's like the scientist part or like the quirky like I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah. It's never really like resonated with me. Like a smart mouth little kid resonates with me because like that was me. Like the stuff he well, says. Like, oh, I definitely said this stuff all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um. So no, and like the family dynamics are actually like I think what's interesting within all of this. Like you, you kind of see like the parents' marriage falling apart, but it's also you're watching like a sitcom, right? So like the comedy mm-hmm. side of it is there, but it's definitely very dark in certain places. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I'm taking a break for now. I don't think I'll pick it back up anytime soon. Maybe <clears throat> it's hard when you binge sitcoms because there's so many. Well, and like season six, so like I could fly through season six, but now seven won't be out until September, right? And then it's going to be, but I think seven's the last because yeah. the kids are getting so old and everything. There's just not gonna right be too much to do. But I don't like I didn't know this in the Big Bang. He talks about his dad cheating. And so they've been season four is kind of like where it really starts that they're prepping this affair. Yes. Which is crazy because like it happens, but it hasn't happened yet. But like, you know, what happens. It's weird. Right. Um, so it's interesting. Uh, it's just like really good. It's random characters who like you wouldn't guess like he's got a professor and like who he really relates to. And that's kind of his uh ability to like be himself around his own people who are old it's interesting so mm-hmm. uh, but no just our shows martha's vineyard i mean if you guys aren't watching martha's vineyard i don't know what to tell you you like, uh, this show they are so unpolished for reality television which makes it exceptional <laughs> yeah absolutely just like there's wild. no facade there's no nothing no they're just wild, like wild, letting letting people. I'm just not even sure they know the cameras are there most of the time. No, I think they forget. It's like, do y'all have real jobs and lives? Because this is not going to look good. No, I definitely think they forget. Yeah, for sure. Uh, jumping into hot topics today, big news: forty-one years. Pat Sajak is Ugh. out. Oh, I was when I heard this. I knew this day would obviously come, but I was not prepared. I. <laughs> Insane. He makes $15 million or he was making $15 million a year in like 2016 or something. So who knows what mm-hmm. he makes now? Guess how much he films? Oh, You're going to die. Four days a month. Oh, he makes all those shows four days a month? They bust out all those shows in four days a month. Just back That's to back to back crazy. to back. And he, make, he was making 15 <clears throat> million dollars i would make 15 million dollars to work four days a month 
I will um, see where I can interview for this job. <laughs> well, you're going to have some competition. Uh, so two I, people have supposedly thrown their hat in the ring. Whoopi. No. I don't. I'm not feeling it. No. no. First of all, she's always sitting down. So how's this bitch going to stand up? And No. No, man. This ain't for her. Mm-mm. Uh, and then Ryan Seacrest, but no. I'm hearing some rumors that that's not going to happen. Yeah, no, he does too many things, first of all. I, but I mean, you need the Pat Sajak, you need that shadiness. Yes. He, like, you Seacrest know, is too nice. My thing is this, I, I, ever since a very, very small child, we always, every night after we ate, like watched Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune. Always. Like this has been my totally, pattern. Yeah. So... When they were like, obviously they had to, when they were trying to replace Alex Trebek, it was like, none of this feels right. None of this feels right. Like I went through all of them and none of it felt right. Ken Jennings was like, okay, I guess. But it just, when you're so used to the same thing for my whole entire life, I don't know if you could just replace a person like that. You have to almost like rebrand it or make it their own. I mean, I do love me some Mayim. I mean, she, I think is the best fit. He's a good fit. It's just different. And so it's hard. Yeah. And I think with this, not only do you have to find what fits for the host, but they also have to have that right thing with Vanna because she's a huge yeah. part of it too. So she she's makes been there. bank also. Yeah. Turn she's been there 40 years. She came there right after him. Yeah. In 82. He, he's so, 41. Yeah. He's 41 yeah. and she was like 38 years. Crazy. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, my first gut reaction was like, oh, I wonder if they're just going to like cancel it. Like, where does it go from here? I, I mean, there's such a following. I don't know if you can just cancel it. Like, who's that guy? You know who I thought of who's kind of quirky and still a little bit shady? The guy who's in, um, shit. He's in all those, uh, you know, like the parody movies with Catherine O'Hara and all of them. He's like the weaselly guy. Hold on. Uh, um, best in show. He's in best in oh, show. Oh, oh, oh. Um, I know, I think I know what you're talking about, but I don't know what his name is. Um, John Michael Higgins. Um, maybe. He's I mean, he's been on Jeopardy. He was on Jeopardy. He's been in, he's like Christopher Guest. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. he was, he's I think he'd be he's kind of shady, he's kind of quirky. I'm saying or or do they make Vanna the host and find a new letter turner? Eh, I, I don't think uh, no, I don't see it. Okay, okay. I mean, she can't be too far behind. Oh, John Michael Higgins is, you know, in Pitch Perfect. He's the announcer yeah. with Elizabeth Banks. Okay. Yeah. Like, I no, think I know, he'd be a good fit. I know who he is. I just I don't know. I mean, I, I think I just have to give myself a minute to adjust to this because I've been I've been watching this so long. I just I don't know. Yeah, no, I know. I I mean, my like I said, I was like, oh, they're just gonna scrap it. Yeah, I mean, I hope it stays on because I I'm I love to watch it and I like to play. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Um. Oh, I mean, we're gonna have some wild hot topics today. I don't even know how we're gonna discuss. Uh, police and Bill Murray I, are possibly dating. I don't even know how to discuss this. I mean, the rumor came from he was at her concert, like getting down, which is, I think, really like, was he getting down to milkshake? Like, what was he? Maybe. I mean, maybe he's a fan. 72 year old Bill Murray is a fan. How does that work? Hey, he likes the music 
And so he says, I will come to the concert and I want to jam. Also, we can't really, I mean, we just spent the last couple of weeks talking about Al Pacino and Robert De Niro having babies on the way in their 80s. So he, him going to a concert is not far-fetched. I mean, I guess I'm picturing him like twerking. Oh, I hope like, not. I hope down. not. Don't ever picture that. Well, she's posting on Instagram like, oh, you know, don't I'm not worried about it. Don't you worry about it. Like, I, who knows? I just Yeah, I mean, how do you go from, from Nas, Nas to, <laughs> to Bill Murray? What about Bob? What oh, one of my about favorites. Bob? One of my favorite movies. That movie is hilarious. <laughs> I love I've, that movie. I've watched it so many times. Oh, it was always on TV. I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch What About Bob. <laughs> He's When he eats the corn. <laughs> Oh my god! Probably why I have mental illness. This is I learned from Bob. Maybe because I love that movie. I've watched it a thousand times. Oh yeah, easily. Oh, Um, good luck to them. The feud I never know. I never knew we needed. This is wild. I can't. Anita Baker versus Babyface. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't even sound right when you say it. I don't even know how that happens. So I okay. can only say maybe it's just two diva behaviors clashing. Otherwise, I don't know how else to explain it. Okay. Well, we'll start with, okay. So she's on tour, the songstress tour. Mm-hmm. Babyface has been a special guest. He's not really opening. I don't know. Like he kind of like comes out, does his thing, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. So apparently how it started was the fans were unaware that Babyface was just a guest and it wasn't a co-headlining tour. Right. So the fans on social media have been like causing a stir. Anita got wind of the stir and then she promptly removed Babyface from the tour. Well, they I guess it started because like a group of people got very upset that one of the nights they went, he was not able to come out or he didn't she didn't bring him out. God. And they were like, "What? what is it? I paid all this money. I was here to see Anita Baker and Babyface. Babyface never came out. What the fuck? Like a huge thing to which then she was like, if you read this, it says special guest, which means like if there's time, obviously we'll we'll do what we have planned to do. But in this, this situation, there wasn't. And so people felt like bamboozled by this. I mean, well, who are these people that are going to so crazy babyface fans? Like he's got quite a following, I guess, because they all started attacking her on social media and they're all his fans and they're all upset and they feel like it's even worse now because she's disinvited him to join her. Well, so then she tweets. Here's my favorite. I'm going to read the tweet only because she starts to tweet by hashtagging her own name. Yes. Hashtag Anita Baker. After silently enduring cyberbullying, verbal abuse, and threats of violence from the fan base, comma, <laughs> of our special guest, heart emoji, slash, support act, period, the shade. Yes. The shade. The shade of it all. In the interest of personal safety, period, I will continue, comma, the songstress tour, comma, alone, period. <laughs> Appropriate refunds will be made, period. Blessings, present emoji, like the little box with a bow, and then A, B, X, O, and a music symbol. <laughs> I just, I mean. 
And then she followed up with hashtag Anita Baker. New tweet. New tweet, everybody. <laughs> Bullies <laughs> and abuse will never stop you, period. Speak up, period. Overcome, period. Drive, <sighs> period. Move on. Celebrate confetti emoji. <laughs> Girl. To First which, of all. Babyface replies with, oh, Oh no, sorry. Bridges, they reply they reply with like, did you just call the baby face the support act? Like what are you? <laughs> well, that was the thing. Is Anita Baker to be this I, mad. I know. And that's why so people are upset because they're like, wait a minute. So first of all, Babyface is like the ultimate. He's okay, written a song 65. for everybody. She's only 65, sorry. Yeah. And then they're like, so then they start coming for her, like, well, that's why you had all those legal problems. <laughs> and put up like pictures of her in court where she looked crazy and it just went out of control. So Babyface at this point has still been like not saying much, but then he decides to step into the conversation and be like, I'm, I'm just sad that like this happened. Like he's not telling people to do it. No. He's, uh, he, well, what, I want to know who constitutes a refund. If you call up Ticketmaster and say, check this out. I was going to see Babyface and <laughs> like Baker, but mostly Babyface. I want my money back. It kind of feels like, well, so he says, I'm saddened by the news that Anita Baker has decided to remove me from the Songstress tour. It's unfortunate and disheartening to see how things have played out via social media. While I was looking forward to the rest of the dates, I have nothing but love and respect for Anita and I wish her the best for the remainder of her tour. Like, that's how you handle it. Absolutely. Absolutely. It almost feels like she's doing this for free publicity. Well, yeah, but now you you shot yourself in the foot because all those people who everybody loves Babyface, what if they all want their tickets back and nobody comes to your shit? Like, you well, might have Especially, like, not, no shade, but, like, our generation, like, he... Yeah, I'm not... Huge. Like, 90s and, you know, late 90s, whatever. Like, he was Babyface. I mean, and I only like one of her songs. I don't even know, like, that we're not her generation. So I mean, your social media ploy and all of this stuff is playing into his actual fan base. Yeah, I mean, I know. My when... mom isn't on Twitter reading your tweets, Anita Baker. <laughs> no, <laughs> I hate to break will, it to you, girl. But I will tell her about them. Yeah. I mean, well, my favorite, her, yeah. my favorite of all time. So I don't know if you ever follow this, but Dionne Warwick, like, she, she tweets the funniest shit. She's the best on Twitter. Yes. So somebody at some point during all this was like, at Dion Warwick, <laughs> could you please get, help us to settle this and like <laughs> calm this all down? And so she finally tweeted back and was like, uh-uh, I'm not getting, in the, I'm not <laughs> yeah. in this mess. Like, this is not, this has nothing to do with me. I don't know why you're get, trying to involve me in this mess. Yeah, not interested. Uh, the feud I never knew I needed, Anita Baker versus Baby Faye. <laughs> wild. It's just wild. Uh, we'll wrap up with Priscilla Fucking pres- I'm pissed. I I think this is the most absurd. It uh, absolutely, a, it wasn't a lawsuit. She wants to make it clear that this wasn't a lawsuit. Whatever, bitch. You had lawyers. Yeah. Uh, so Riley Keough has settled her mother's will. So the will was changed in 2016. We've talked about this when Lisa Marie passed suddenly. The will had been changed in 2016. Priscilla is contesting that will that left Riley and Benjamin in charge. Benjamin has since passed away. The will was not updated. So Riley is the sole heir of the entire Presley fortune, everything. 
Well, yeah. Priscilla was before 2016. Priscilla was in charge with her business manager or whatever. So she contested the will. And um, they were fighting it out, whatever. Riley has settled with her for $1 million. Ridiculous. $400,000 in legal fees. However, Priscilla wanted to be buried next to Elvis. And that was a no-go. Absolutely not. Why would you? You were divorced. How, as a 72-year-old grandma, who I'm sure you have money, right? Yeah, why absolutely. Why are you suing, like, why are you grabbing a million dollars from your dead daughter slash granddaughters? Like, what? Not to mention the fact that not only is she taking from her, but now she's raising her younger sisters who are little the twins are younger they need you know like she's got to she's got to raise them and you're taking from that like they're taking from these kids you don't even need it for what yeah i I still don't understand why it's a money grab obviously it just makes no sense and then to throw in there like oh and i want to be buried there hell no also why didn't you negotiate that forever ago yeah when you got divorced when you got divorced did you say in any paperwork but i want to still be buried with you no because you moved on or anybody well she moved on you had a child with another man like you had a whole nother life after elvis no man why would anybody assume just because your last name is still presley that you would get to be buried at graceland no No, Mm -mm. not not on my watch no i think absolutely not disgusting Yes. I don't even know how you move forward with your grandma after that. Uh, I mean, you don't. <laughs> I give you your money. Take your million like, dollars right, bye, and enjoy girl. your lonely fucking life. <laughs> bye, girl. Go find a new place to be. For you, the know what, like, you know, money money makes people do crazy fucking things. It does. But that's just insane to me. Like, well, now you spend eternity without your family somewhere else. Okay. We're going to do a quick Martha's Vineyard, just like our thoughts. We're going to talk about the Vanderpump Secrets Revealed, nothing super crazy, and then we'll jump into... Atlanta, Jersey, and OC. Yep. Uh, Martha's Vineyard, my notes only say, is Jason weird? So define your version of what's weird. Well, he's very he's very emotional, which you know I don't understand. Yes, yes. I know um, that that's hard for you to wrap your head around. But I, it's the slow, soft talking that creeps me out. It's confusing. And I, you know, I'm never, I'm obviously an ally, but I'm never going to say, I don't like to say the wrong thing here, but Uh. it, it confuses me because at first, so before we got his backstory, I was like, oh, he's gay. Yeah. Because I didn't know, you know, I don't know, but his tones and his way, his mannerisms and his way and his speech, I was like, oh, okay. He's a little, has, I don't know, maybe it's just a little more like sensitive and feminine. And, and so I shouldn't have assumed I thought so. Yeah, I I felt the same thing. And then he was explaining his story. And I was like, wait, what? Like a baby that you just left to spend the whole time, like the summer in Martha's Vineyard with? That was weird to me. So he's an actor and model, but then he's a senior flight attendant with a major airline. Uh, But then you have a three-month-old, but now you're on this television show, but your family's the most important, but you're not there. I'm confused. I I was so confused. I was like, none of this works together, really. I think for me, he almost, he's one of those people who looks at you and he's like looking through you. Mm, Yes. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's creepy. Yeah. He's hard. It's a hard read. It's a hard read. Yeah. 
Uh, we do not need to have a house meeting about dog poop. No, no. Okay, I'm, I'm going to need them to stop. No more house meetings. They're not having house meetings about the things they should be meeting about, first of all. What the important issues. I think it's so funny that Silas is all about like, oh, boot camp, drill instructor, da-da-da-da-da. But then you want to have a house meeting and not make any decisions because you can't make them by yourself? I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, but also, before the house meeting, what would have been wrong with going to her and saying, hey, your dog just pooped on the floor. Can you go clean it? Hey, Bria, not a big deal. Your dog pooped. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I'll go grab it right now. Okay. Which cool. is what happened. Yeah. That's a, what happens. But you, I can't, I don't, I don't. I mean, his behavior in general is just. Yeah. I don't know wrong. how she's married to him. I couldn't be married to anybody even remotely close to that. When she said, do you like my dresses? The dresses I bought you. Yeah. That's you burned not... my breakfast. I'm like, sir. Sir, you can deal with one burned English muffin for the rest of your fucking life. That and that ruined his whole day. I will say, I think the problem is, is that they have a routine at home. She doesn't work, right? So he takes care of everything. So she takes care of him, which makes sense. Yes, makes sense. Um, but I think that now that they're on vacation, his routine hasn't stopped because he's still working, and her routine is not taking care of him because she's on vacation and he's not. Well, and militant people tend to strive like th this is how they thrive, I should say, um, their routine, because that's every day is that's their 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 foundation is the routine. Let me tell so, you, if you would have talked to me the way you spoke to me about moving that table, I would have dropped that fucking table oh, yeah. your foot and I would have walked away. No, and you're you on your own. Been dragging that table out all by yourself. Absolutely. No, he, he would have been wrong on with you. I said, move it up and out. I was like, sir. No, sir. It's no. a table. <laughs> and it just, for me as a woman, I would look at a man like that and be like, yeah, you're not going to father my children and talk to them like this because that's how you're going to think you're teaching them. No. Uh, Shanice is always naked. So I get where Bria is coming from. First of all, I think Bria likes to play the victim. Yes. yes. She is a child for sure. Uh, but I think, Shanice, I'm okay. This is might sound very odd from the gay man, but okay, I'm okay with Shanice being topless in a hot tub with husbands and boyfriends and men. I don't think that's a big deal. The bottomless is an issue for me. Yes. So, yes. Okay. So, two things. One, what got me about this argument was they were both naked <laughs> until all the men came home, and then somehow Bria skirted off and got dressed got it but but they were both skinny dipping and being wild and crazy and having fun and then she went like upstairs and checked the got herself together and Shanice is still like in party mode which they had been doing so then when the men come and get in the hot tub okay well also Simon and I, I could be wrong um, but he's from Europe and a lot of the beaches. That's not in, odd. Yeah, I got you. That's, yeah, that's not like an off thing to not have a top on. So yeah. the bottomless thing, yes, no, you should definitely not be. <laughs> Put your vag away. Yeah, like I, I don't even like the idea of just as girls, like we don't all need to be in here with our stuff out. Like, Also, why would you want your vag out? Right. In a public, like everybody's in here. There's. I don't know. I'm very get in there. I don't know. I don't right. know. You know I'm a germaphobe. So I don't I'm not <laughs> yeah, I'm not I don't want anything up in there. But um yeah, I just thought it was extreme. Like she took it to an extreme rather than be like, hey girl, my van's here now. Do you mind putting your top on? Yeah. Simple. It's easy. 
I don't. Yeah. Uh, why did Silas? <laughs> I don't. Why was the closet sex punishment? I don't. Also, why did you think that the closet was soundproof to where Wait, nobody would hear you? <laughs> because yes, the closet is not, and it's still in. A, it's still everybody could hear you. Let so, me tell you how no one has said anything about this yet. I don't like. It is day eleven, and you've all listened to her orgasming every single day. Well, that's why Amir was like, "I'm have to sleep on the couch again." Like, what do I? I know, do? but he's not saying it to them. No, but what I think would be. What I would have thought would have been a smarter idea in the very beginning is there's a whole second house. So why didn't you guys go back there and have some privacy so you could make your noise and leave everybody else to be in the other house? Well, because that's two beds. Someone's upstairs. Well, I mean, I just feel like this is. It's it's rude and it's excessive. Yes, it's torture <laughs> for these poor people every day. Um, And oh. then finally, Amir. So. I am not a straight man, and I don't understand how this works, but... Okay, all right. Amir and Jordan, they've been flirting and friendly. I don't think... Do you think it's gone beyond that? No, I don't. So how does he... How does this man, who has zero romantic contact or anything with this woman, say, you my girl? Well, it's called manifestation and wishful thinking. I get that. Like, oh, you want it to happen. But like, he almost makes it like, oh, she's, you know, she said this about me. She said this. I'm like, you're not in a relationship. You've not, you, nothing has happened between y'all. No, no. Yeah. It's, it's bizarre. I would definitely be like, what is going on and why are you assuming this? But I don't think she's caught on to that part yet. No. Cause he hasn't, he hasn't said it to her. He's like telling right. everybody else like, oh, like we're going to be together. And I'm like, huh? Like, it's been 11 days, and if no move has been made, like, someone's not interested. I don't know how to break Ab- it to you, bro. <laughs> Absolutely. But, like, if she hasn't wanted to kiss you or made it obvious or, like, you haven't kissed her, like, no no one is your girl. No. I- also, I mean, like, you've been there a-, a minute, and she's not even trying to make it advance. You might want to just let it go. Yeah. it's It was over before it started. <laughs> yeah, she said, like, I told him, like, I didn't like that whole thing where Alex Alex was like, oh, you know, I feel like, you know, I'm just trying to get to know you and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, he 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 pretty much laid claim to you right away. And uh, it's like, no, bro, now look at you. Now you're trying to block, first of all. And you like the other girl anyway. I don't like it's It's all very I messy. don't think any of them like any of them. <laughs> no, it's all very messy, really. Yeah. Uh, anything else on Summer House? Their ratings have been going up and up, so this is a good sign. Um, all, other than Bria just gets under my skin and annoys me. I feel like she's probably an only child. I feel like, not, no shade because I'm from a single mother, but I feel like she's from a single mother, and so she the attention that she received her whole life yeah, like you her into this monster and then Simon is perpetuating it further. Yeah. By doing whatever the I'm, hell she says and wants. I mean, she's literally walking around like like anybody who will listen and everybody's just blankly staring at you. You're like, you don't get it that nobody's with you on this. Go sit down. And then like just you're gonna throw your boyfriend out of the house that you just complained about for a whole day to get him into the house. Like Yeah, and he's just like, What are you talking about? Yeah. At I this just, point, everybody else likes him there. They want you to leave. Hey, like I'd go up like, hey, Shanice, can I talk to you real quick? Like pull her aside, like, hey, would you mind like putting bottoms on or something? Like, I 
And granted, they were all drunk, but still, it was just too much. Yeah. Um, did you watch Secrets Revealed? Yes. I mean, no secrets really came out of it for me besides like the morning after that the supposed first hookup after guys night, like you brought Ariana flowers and y'all sat here and like that turned like that, that turned my stomach in a major way because we knew the timeline now. And, well, and they were coming... like flirting in the yes. kitchen. He's like hugging her. Oh, it's been so long since I've seen you. Uh, oh, whoa. it's been forever. And you brought, and then she brought the flowers. And then it pissed me off because then it's like, then they were sitting there talking about everything and like basically like talking shit about Lala and her situation. And Ariana's laughing and they're all, you know, and it's like, you don't even know. You're sitting here, you're like dancing with the devil. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, I made up with Oliver. Oh, God. Before you came back and fucked Tom. Oh. Girl. And Tom, do you see Tom's face? Yeah. Did you see his face, the whole thing? Did you see when they were yes. at Yes. 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 like, oh, you know, I'm going to defend Rachel. Da, 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 da. And his face is like, oh, I'm like, oh, gross. Yes. It was like, man, I wish we would seen this a while ago. Uh, we talk, She brings up the jacuzzi night. More lies. She lies to Sheena. And then productions 17 weeks later. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> like, God. Oh, yeah. 17 weeks. Oh, I and, and I mean, that whole thing, even with her and Sheena, like, they're just making me about to be this homewrecking whore and this and this and this. And it was like, you are, bitch. She just doesn't know it. So she can't tell you. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, and then finally, the biggest thing that stood out for me was that the news broke. It didn't break. Sorry. So the night that it happened, Wednesday, March 1st, whatever, at the show at Tom Tom or wherever they were at, wherever they were. Um. So he, Ariana had found out she exploded and then Tom continued to text James like nothing had happened. Like, hey, bro, have a good night. Like, huh? Like, your whole life just imploded. Which is is also going to affect him when he finds out. But maybe you shouldn't mention it. Like, No, insane, insane. Um, Anything else on Vanderpump Rules? No, no. Oh, I will say, watching those secrets revealed, I'm further convinced that this was a swan song. This was it. The Katie and Schwartz like wrap up conversation. Oh God. The Sandoval apartment wrap up. The Peter conversation about leaving Lisa and her speech. I am convinced this was going to be end until Scandaball broke. Obviously. Oh. That was that Katie and Tom, that you know what it wasn't so much the conversation as it was the photo they kept showing on the wall and it was or like, the dog humping. Did you hear what he yes. said? He like, what do I do? Do I take it with me and then take it down when I start dating someone? I'm like, oh. no. As and as he's crying, the dog's humping the stuffed animal. Oh God, Gordo, come on, Gordo. Yeah, uh, that is a wrap on VPR. We have nothing else to say Ooh. about VPR season ten. Oh God, thank God. It feels like. Coming out of a bad like breakup, like oh, okay, we don't ever have to address this again. Like, okay, yeah. Uh, we start Atlanta with throwback footage. I loved all this because it shows that Marlo yes. really has no beef. Absolutely, no. I love this because it was like in a very quick, like two minute thing. You see, C- Candy's basis of everything she's been saying, like. Marlo's discredited right there. Two minutes. Okay, so what do you think about them cutting Nini out of the credits? That was wild. 
and then putting and, and then cutting, cutting the credits completely. all together. They, yeah, they pulled it from Peacock real quick and then reposted it without the credits at all. Uh, I don't think it's the, I mean, you sued Bravo. Your lawsuit, I believe it's still ongoing, says do not use my likeness in any shape or form, whatever. I don't, why is it that shocking? I guess I'm double edged because they didn't need the footage. No, we right. didn't need that credit scene, which we know. No. But then why is she mad when like you don't want to be associated? Yeah, that's also, I mean, that's hard. That's kind of like awkward because yes, she's telling you don't use it, but then you're mad that you're not using it. But it just felt yeah. like it could have just been done without it. And then we would have avoided all of that. Yeah, for sure. Um, So like, is this two-year-old cousin? Like this is all Marlo has to talk about. I'm confused. I don't know. Like, I feel like she doesn't have everything's good with the boys. Like she doesn't have a storyline. So uh, I almost turned off the TV when she's like, yeah, no flowers, no catering, no nothing, ma'am. Yeah, no. ma'am. No, it's not necessary for her to do like. <sighs> if everybody I've ever known or worked with at like Buffalo or DJs <laughs> yeah. or like, oh, you remember that person you managed at BJ's 13 years ago? Like, they died. Yeah. Oh, okay, so let me send something. Like, I don't know what you're supposed... Like, maybe well, that's just me. And then the text. I mean, Candy has all the receipts. And it was like, oh, my cousin, my cousin, or my nephew, my nephew, my nephew, whatever. And it was like, hey, are you on Cameo? You should get on Cameo. <laughs> like, girl. Yeah, it was girl. just a very... Like, you didn't... She didn't go over to Candy's, like, emotionally distraught. No. It wasn't... I don't know. It just was kind of like, I'm not saying she wasn't sad, but it was just very strange. Where do you stand on Sonia versus her sister? Oh my God. That whole thing. I, I think that Sonia could have handled that differently in the way yes. she delivered it. Absolutely. It was just like thrown out there like, Oh, well, but I think at this point, like just let it be you. The damage is done. If they want to go, let them go. Like, well, and I don't I, think I, the sister is in a place to joke about it. Like Sonia is. No, but I also think Sonia's not really realizing, like, you won't have this live-in support system any longer. Well, and that's where, like, I'm kind of leaning towards the sister because her point of view right now is like, oh, you're going to disrespect me on camera. I'd be like, oh, you got to go. But you have no idea how much I actually do around here. Absolutely. And I think she'll figure that out real, real quick. Real quick. Real motherfucking quick. <laughs> yep. Uh, Kenya says that Marlo is always the victim and I will not be friends with her until she renegotiates her deal with the devil. Uh, fair enough. It's just as soon as you do yours. Yeah. I mean, Kenya. They're both. <laughs> they're both awful. I know. I mean, hi pot. This is kettle. Like, oh God. So awful. Uh, Drew reveals that Ralph had dick surgery. <laughs> I don't even, I don't, I, don't. I have questions. I, yeah, I mean, I can only assume she meant a vasectomy, even though they don't have like tons of kids, but I can only assume that except for the way she like pointed at it. Like she had to remind him. I don't know. It was very. I mean, suspect. I kind of want to see it. I, I don't I don't want to see. I mean, I just want to like, you know, what does it look like? Uh, I think he's very attractive. We know this. Um, he is, but I, I, but I, I, I wouldn't you like reference a vasectomy in a different way? Also well, really true. sad. Really sad if you got a vasectomy and now you're single. Uh, yeah. Well, you could get a reverse. Get a reverse, yeah. But, uh, but it, I, I hope. I mean, we can only hope this gets brought up in the reunion. I better. 
Like maybe you should, you know, you know how they have the like, surgery and put it at his crotch. You know how the Andy reads questions from like, you <laughs> we know, gotta, we Sue, gotta write in. <laughs> Sue in Sausalito wants to know, Ralph, how about that dick surgery? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you mean Demetria in Sausalito? <laughs> <laughs> nice try, girl. We know it's you. <laughs> uh, candy in no. <laughs> so. People are coming for you that you don't spend enough time with your kids and you've got nannies or whatever. And then you don't even know if your kids are at Kenya's kids' birthday party. No. I said the kids, right? Are they, are they there, there, right? Are they there? Did someone bring them? Are they swimming? <laughs> are my kids there? Are they alive? I was like, oh, this does not age well at all. <laughs> oh, no. Um, I do want to hear her call Marlo a lion-ass bitch over and over and Oh, over. my God. I love it. <laughs> Uh, we get to the escape room planned by Courtney. I still don't know why Courtney's here. Uh, I don't know why she's planning things. No. Uh, Drew fully ignores Marlo. <laughs> uh, Whose side are you on, Drew or Marlo? Drew, because Marlo's crazy. <laughs> uh, Candy arrives. Her energy's off. She wants to address everything before so she can like get her energy back. We knew this was not going to end well. Uh, your character, your character, they're throwing out. Monetta tried to get involved. Drew was involved, which she probably didn't need to be, but I they probably did need someone in between them. Um I I don't I don't know how this escalated so quickly. I think I when think Marlo that... attacked her character was where it most Yeah. Was. I mean Marlo definitely was being irrational and had a um I, it just, I mean, she, it, she had no legs to stand on. So I think she was just kind of going for it. Um, it, it. First, when they walked over and said, let's talk, but I would, let's take her with me. It's like, no, you should have just gone the two of you by yourself. Um, the only reason why they did that is because Marlo is saying that part with Drew didn't happen. Right. But it did. And we have, there's film to prove it. Yeah. Yeah. I think over, it's just, over the word shooting over one yes. word. And I get what she was saying. Like, I just said incident, which an incident could be a million things. Like, why does it have to be direct? I just was asking if everything was okay. Also, this whole Chicago perpetual girl, that is not an excuse. No, it's just. Oh, I can't say shooting because I'm from Chicago and we don't perpetuate shootings in Chicago. We call them, ma'am. Ma'am. No. (laughs) Kenya's from Detroit, which is way worse. And they, they, I mean, girl, no. Yeah. No, I mean, the whole thing is just silly. And I feel like that video starting the episode with that video it really brought it to a different light for us because it's like no this is why candy's so mad because she has been supportive and she has had marlo's back and she has been one of the only people like champion for her and now you are doing this again for the second season insane uh it escalates candy says if she pops off don't grab me don't hold me back and i'm mostly mad because i can't choke y'all ass (laughs) understandable and activated candy is my favorite candy i know and i was just like i wish she would just move out of the way and let her just go i don't think she'd stop herself i think she knows the charge real quick she would absolutely and then her and marlo would have matching mug shots she slashed that lady's face 20 years ago she slashed that lady's face she's like every other minute it's never gonna i mean it's never gonna go away i don't know why marlo (laughs) thinks that somebody's gonna just let it go it's not uh what where do you think sheree falls in all of this i don't know because she was just like ugh, i don't i don't know why she's here why did that little baby have that bracelet on 
Oh, God. It's too young for the put. Take that bracelet off of her. I hate when people buy baby jewelry. <laughs> I hate that. Like they can, it's a choking got, like, hazard. Giant earrings and like a three yes. month old. Like what are you doing? No, it's a choking hazard. Also, like there's no point because they're only going to be able to wear it for so long, and then they their arm is going to grow. Yeah. So what are you going to do with that baby bracelet? Um, keep it in their baby box. Right. Um. Yeah. Do we pop off next week? I always forget to watch the next week because I'm so uh, overwhelmed with what happened at the end of each episode. Um, I think no, because they they left. Candy, yeah. Monietta, and Drew drove off and left. Yeah. And then oh, and then they have next week is the Gucci everything's Gucci dinner. Oh, it's not. It's but not everything Gucci. is not. But everything, everything is, is not, not Gucci. Gucci. <laughs> no. Ooh, can I name our episode title? Yes. Episode title. Everything is not Gucci. <laughs> Absolutely. I also want to know how much of it is actually Fucci. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, well, we'll find out, I'm sure. Uh, anything else on Atlanta? No, no, it's good. I mean, it's still, it's still good. Okay. It's just, I just need to get to that level. It's good. We're getting there. We're, we're, yeah, we've absolutely. got something to talk about. Here's the thing. Here's when I know we're invested is when the episodes fly by. Yes. When they're yes. dragging on and I'm watching them like do laundry and shit, I'm like, this ain't it. No, <laughs> no, no, you're right. Um, okay. So where do you want to go from here? Should we do some Jersey? Let's yes. Get let's, uh, let's get into this. Cause that, this was insane. I, I felt very stressed. I felt very like, I felt like I was there waiting to see my brother. Like it was, that was wild. Did you watch the uncensored version on Peacock? I haven't yet. No. Oh, neither have I. I know. I really, I, I was like, I, do I wait? But then I can't, you can't get on social media the night of if you wait till the next day because you miss everything. Right. Yeah. No, uh, no. I'm going to, I'm going to do that today. I think. I, who did Frank's teeth? Those are the craziest teeth I've They're ever seen. They're way too big. <laughs> They're way too white. I mean, sir. Oh my god, those are the craziest teeth. Also, ever. I love the word chompers. It's like my favorite word. Like, ooh, it rem- chompers. It reminds me of you see those things where they put the teeth in the dog's mouth. Like yeah. big- That's what it looks like. They're so crazy. Uh Louie tries to explain the PJ's conversation. I'm just gonna preface uh, this podcast episode with Louie tries to explain everything uh, he says, and none of it makes sense. No, that was not. <laughs> And I mean, come on, like we didn't get this. This was actually a letdown for me because we got no pizza gate. We got no, no, we got no, we got no answers. No. I Uh, mean, do you honestly like, oh, I no, I just said that because I just put the sweats on. Like, no, that's not what you said. They weren't used and they were new. And so I put them on and it made them. Huh? Yeah. No, no, sir. Uh, we talk about Pizzagate briefly, but this is what's funny. Teresa said during the season, I know nothing about this pizza deal. I wasn't involved. But then did you hear him say everything's in her name? Yeah. That it was just, it was for her. This man is a scam artist. This man, he is yeah. scamming. She's gonna, she's about to find she's out going the to hard way. Again. Like she, she's going to find out the hard way. If this bitch goes to prison again for another, <laughs> I am Can going you... to lose my god. Could you, you imagine that? When he said everything's in her name, I was like, oh, oh. my <laughs> god. The Can definition you... of insanity is doing the yes. same thing over and over again and getting the same fucking result. 
Like the fact that no one in that room was like, Teresa, you signed another set of papers. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, what kind of friends are you? You should and be you... telling her don't sign shit. And you didn't sign a prenup. Yeah, that was I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, Well, quick sidestep. How can Jen now defend Bill in the pool house when she dragged him all season for being in the pool house? <laughs> she's trying so hard to stay relevant in this situation. She wants a contract just... so bad. <laughs> yeah, it, it ain't happening, girl. We're done with you. We're done with you. Uh, moving into Dolo real quick. Dolo deflects with the whole Frankie Louie work situation. I don't. Yeah, Frank she wouldn't got talk about pissed. it. I don't. Frank was trying to talk about it. And Frank Dolores... said, I'm not going to talk about it unless they bring it up. But then Joe and Melissa didn't want to bring it. I don't know. And I think then... Andy should have said, Louie, is the company open or closed? Right. And then Dolores was like, no, don't. Like, we've never had a problem. Don't say anything. You know, it was like, wait, what are you trying to, what is going on? I don't know. It's all very weird. And then I saw something yesterday, which, you know, on Instagram, you can't trust it if it is or not. But then it said like especially Frank according to Jersey because all right. of it's a fucking hot mess. Absolutely, but then it said Frank Jr. like unfollowed Joe Gorga after this. Okay, and it was like, all right, what is that? So Joe didn't even say anything. No, he he never even Frank just said like, it in the all he, season. And all Joe said was, "Is that what happened, Louis? Is that what happened?" Yeah, that's it. Is that's the company open or closed? Can someone ask a fucking question? <laughs> That, that's it. That's all we want to know. Uh, my MVP of the reunion is John. Love. Don't him. fuck with me, Fuda, because I this man. Him. Here's the thing. Here's why I believe this man. He's been fairly quiet all season. He is obviously mm-hmm. on the Gorgas side. We're aware Rachel and uh, Melissa are very close. I yes. love them both. Um, I think that John's conviction, obviously, it's about his kid. Mm-hmm. And the fact, the thing that sealed it for me was all those those prison phone calls. All of that's recorded. All of that is tracked. All of that is very strict. Yes, it I is. I can't imagine that he would come into a reunion that with that much conviction about like fake documents from a prison. No, I mean uh, clearly somebody was contacting her, and why why else would they be? Um, and I just love him. He he cuts right to the point. He says what it is. <laughs> Anybody um, have any questions? Yeah, I have a question. Why did you have my kid investigated? <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. To the point. And that, like, let's be real. This woman was no, like, no one was talking to her. Now blogs, everyone's reaching out to her, Louie, because Bo Deedle tracked her down. Yeah, Bo Deedle, who apparently is not, that you don't know that well. Well, I didn't ask him to do anything. I don't know. I I He's a friend of mine, but I don't know. But I, you know, I don't know why he would. No, he would never do that. He, I didn't ask him to do any of that. But he sent security today for me. He like, sent what security without me knowing because we had death What, sir, sir? This is the craziest thing I've ever heard. I can't. Nothing that comes out of this man's mouth. I think oh, we'll talk. We'll get to the end. Hold on. <laughs> uh, Marge is speaking to a woman that was harassing him. I don't know. Louis keeps saying, let's play. Be careful. Okay, so these comments, just these comments, that's what creeped me out the most. It got under my skin in a way that like, I would have, that's grounds for divorce right there. This guy is so creepy. 
And when he kept saying like, all right, let's play. It's on. Okay. You'll see. Just wait. Just wait. Like, what are, what are you doing? Are you threatening? Like, I don't understand what this is. It's not only that, but it's like you're whispering them. Yes. Really creepy. And you have no, you have no follow-up. You're just like, uh, yeah, let's play. I, I know everything. I know everything. He's fucking. Yeah. Me. This man it is was, a psycho. Yeah. I can't like. Teresa, how you don't see, like, this is how you keep getting yourself in these situations. Uh, we try to talk about the pizza oven again. We get nothing from the pizza, nothing from Dina's husband. Melissa did say Joe shouldn't have brought up Dave on camera. They don't really don't want to be. I mean, you have to realize that with Dina and Dave, they were physically attacked in yes. their home. Yeah. They were tied. She was tied up. He was beat to a pulp. So them not wanting to be mentioned anywhere near the real house of New Jersey is not shocking, everybody. Absolutely. And understandable. Uh, like should be respected. I get and I it. love that Joe sat there and sat there. And Joe was pretty quiet. And then Joe goes, I'm going to say it. You're a woman abuser. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Oh, shit. Well, I mean. Louis didn't. He didn't try to. Def- he didn't try to defend it. He just said, uh-huh. No. And neither did Teresa, which is the worst part. Yeah. Uh, we talked about the FBI call. Frank turned out to be Joe's lawyer at that time. Frank said, there's plenty on me, which we all know Frank was disbarred, right? Lots of stuff about Frank. And he's like, there's plenty on me. Just go find it. I loved that part when he was like, hold on one second. Like attorney-client privilege, do you revoke? <laughs> can, I, yeah, can I speak? Do you revoke this? I was like, well, they're all, wait, what? He's that like, the no, FBI really want- called the Gorgas 10 years ago to get info yeah. on. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Teresa I, uh, says, you broke my heart, blah, 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 blah. You know uh, what I, I'm sorry, but you know what I think of? Like Frank, Frank Catania being your attorney, like coming into the table with that tank top, like sweaty, with yeah. a tank top <laughs> on, like what? <laughs> I can't take him seriously as an attorney, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, Teresa then begins to defend Jack Larita, and Andy Cohen finally says, roll the tape, which is my favorite saying, and they have minutes upon minutes upon minutes of footage he said there's only like 33 hours more that we didn't even show yeah. <laughs> joe says we know how crazy louis is we saw that video at that camp <laughs> uh Teresa stands up and tries to go near them i and then here's the best part <laughs> i can't this is the best <laughs> they go there everyone's yelling I can't even take notes. I don't even know who's saying what at this point. No, and then it's not possible. There's a slight moment of silence, and Teresa goes, you know, Marge is to blame for breaking up my family. Oh, okay. Wait, because what? Huh? <laughs> How did Marge's affect to Marge all of a sudden when you've been blaming Melissa for the last seven hours? Because when all it else fails, you blame Marge. Everybody knows that. Uh, Joe does not regret going to the wedding, which I agree with him on that. Absolutely. Uh, this weird Gia phone call. I, I'm in the middle here because when Gia did say, oh, I did say you could be better or you could be a better person. Whatever. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. I could see if you are saying you and Melissa go to the wedding, you and Melissa, you and Melissa, and then say you could do better. I could yeah. easily see how that being misconstrued. But then... Gia said that backstage to y'all. Although, don't come following me. No one's following you, bitch. He had, he had no intention to do so. Your bell. You got the beast right next to you. Get on out of here in your yellow dress, ma'am. Yeah, you don't even have to come back up. Uh, but that phone call was weird. And Gia's just sitting at Coachella waiting to answer a call. Come on, ma'am. Yeah, nobody's doing time. that. No. 
Um, but she, how you couldn't come back out and say, hey, we just talked to Gia. She did say, it sounds like it may have been taken out of context. Let's clear this up. But no, you heard, right. she literally told you what could have happened and then you sat on it. Um, probably the single most chilling thing that Joe says is I'll forget about you. If you forget about me. Yeah, that was sad. Uh, I think what made it even more sad is like when you see that and you see where they're at and you know, like their parents are gone, like they're all they have. It's just sad. Terrible. Um, I mean, I don't see, I mean, I've said some horrible things to my brother. We're in a fantastic place now, obviously that we're older. Um, so I think, you know, there's the door is never closed on family. Um, but I think it's going to take some time. Yeah. I mean, looking back, so I've been doing like a lot of digging on all of this and like season two, I think a couple things. So I didn't realize that Melissa's sister is the godmother of Antonia. Yes. And I think that probably chapped Teresa's ass. Yeah. Then in season two, Danielle says in the reunion, she says to Teresa, you don't acknowledge your nephew. Right, which was the second born from Melissa before Melissa was on the show, or second mm-hmm. or third born, whichever one, Joey or Gino. Um, so this has been like a recurring theme of Teresa. And like looking back, I can't blame Melissa at all. No, not it. Uh, Teresa no. wanted to be the number one girl in Joe's life, and you stepped in, and now she's pissed. And that's the weird thing about it. It always has been like, to me, I've always felt like she just wanted to be before the wife. Like, you put me before your wife and before anybody. But she doesn't put Joe before anybody. Right. I actually loved how Melissa was like, no, that's my, you said you're done with him. That's my husband. Don't talk to him like that. I was like, okay, girl, you get her. Uh, We end with Louie approaching John Fuda. Hey, I would never do that. Da 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 da. And John goes, just apologize. Just own it. Like you're a snake. I have a like. Just apologize. Yeah. And he was like, well, I, "There's nothing." I like. He would not. He refused. No. Deny till you die. I mean, sometimes that's how it goes. That was a season. <laughs> I don't. It, it, kind of where we are with VPR. I don't know where we come back from this. Yeah. Here's like I don't know how is, we. If you fire Melissa. You have catered to, it looks, regardless of the situation, it looks like you've catered to Teresa, right? Which you've never done before. With Vicky, with Vanderpump, with Nini, with Bethany, whoever you want to call out. Anytime you get these ultimatums, we know Andy does not play well with that. No. So I would be greatly shocked if they fire Melissa. The ratings are insane. The ratings for the season were kind of hovering like under a million. Every uh, reunion went over a million. This last reunion was like 1.3 or something on Wednesday, mm-hmm. which is ins- that's live viewership at eight o'clock on a Tuesday, which is crazy. Um, Absolutely. So the ratings are there, right? You can't you can't get over that. Um, so it's like, how much do you mix up? You need, I think, you need Rachel back. I think you need Melissa. I think you need Dolores. I think yeah. at the end of the day, I don't like Teresa, but I think you need Teresa. 
do you like remove Marge and Jen from the negativity? I don't, I honestly don't know. I agree with you. I have no idea where we go from here. Uh, yeah. I think maybe Marge becomes a friend of with Jen Fessler. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I literally, I, you could, I, I mean, do you bring, how many news do you bring in? Uh, who knows? Apparently, they're already I, testing new wives. I, I have no idea. I saw a, um, it was like a proposed chase. Like, what if you did this? And it was like, get rid of Teresa, bring back Caroline Manzo, bring Caroline Manzo's niece that is Danielle's stepsister. Is that right? And yeah, add and add Brittany for Frank. And it was, it, it was like, oh, okay. I can, I, all right. I see this, like how they did this, but it's still not, it's just not going to work. Well, yeah. And if you like remove Melissa, I think you remove Rachel and John Fuda. Right. And I, I, I mean, Marge could probably go. I think if Marge and Jen went, that would be the least, because then you're kind of removing Melissa and Teresa's backups. Yeah. Right. And it's like the least wave making. And we have nothing left from them. Marge, great, we're done. Jen, great, we're done. Hey, let's have Melissa and Teresa try to figure this out, which I don't think there's any path currently. But yeah, I don't. And what do you do, right? The bottom line is money. The bottom line is viewership. So you can't remove, I don't know. No idea. I agree. Um, Anything else on Jersey season 13? Nope. Uh, apparently we're going to be filming like September, October, which I'm kind of excited about because maybe we'll get like a Jersey winter this year. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, are you ready for some Orange County? Yeah. This was kind of like, eh. Yeah, this episode was fine. I mean, the boat, we'll talk about the boat, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, Gina's not drinking. She is still using cannabis. Get it, girl. Yeah. California yeah. sober. Uh, she wants to bring up Jen's affair, but Jen didn't really want to talk about it. I, can we stop getting women named Jen in Orange County? I, I, it just has not worked for us. <laughs> I don't think that you could stop that. <laughs> That's just how it is. Uh, Heather, that is not... Let me tell you. When my mom sent me to college, it was oh like... Oh, my God. You got a backpack? <laughs> it was like, how are, they, are they going for 10 years? <laughs> they have embroidered sheets with their initials so they don't get them mixed up as if uh, they're not going to have like private laundry service. I know. I was like, are they moving into a home or just a yeah. door? <laughs> like, what? Um, oh, Heather. Tamara and Shannon meet up. First of all, if I'm having a meet up with you and it's going to be this tense, give me some food. Yeah. Also, this scene to me, I don't know if you noticed. So I watch something very odd in all these episodes. I watch their glasses. So Tamara's like champagne glass kept going like empty to full. And then Shannon had a drink at one point, but then. She had a drink before she ordered the drink because the limes were on the table. So this scene mm-hmm. was like chopped to smithereens and then pieced back together, which makes no sense to me. Right. I don't. Yeah. But did you see she, her champagne glass was very obvious. Yeah. I noticed the limes and I was like, what's she just throw? Because I remember thinking, why is she just putting them on the table? Yeah. But she didn't order until after that when you saw the limes. But, right. But then she ordered a drink and then Tamara left. Yeah, and then she was drinking it when Tamara was gone, but the limes were already on the table. Yeah, I don't know. I was, I was confused. Inse- yeah, I, I was like, so they're just piecing this together. Also, I'm going to need food if we're going to sit here and have to hash this, hash this out. Yeah, it's like, are we meeting for lunch? Or are we just meeting to sit here and talk and have a drink? Like, what is going on here? Uh, yeah, so we talk about ghosting. We talk about support. I don't know. Uh, uh, 
I'm dead middle on this. I think that Tamara is blowing it out of proportion. I think Tamara was hurt that she got fired. I yes, think she agree. Was hurt that Shannon didn't reach out because she got fired. And I think that Shannon didn't reach out because how do you reach out to your friend that got fired? <laughs> Agree. Uh, we meet Jen and her family. I, th- it's feeling a little odd to me. Which I part? love I love the adoption. I like the blended family, and I don't I don't know. She seems I don't know. I need more information on her. Okay, I mean I definitely think it's sweet. With the little boy, you know. Oh, no, no. Her story story is very sweet. Uh, It's just her. I don't, there's something about her that I'm not clicking with quite yet. Okay. I can, I could, I can see that. I mean, we don't know her yet. We don't know her. She's a stranger. It was like the haircuts and the, I don't know. And the, the, and the, the guy, the, the boyfriend seems a little odd in the mix. Yeah. Well, and it's like, oh, and we're having tacos, but we're not having tacos because there's no lettuce and there's no this and no this. Like, what are you having? He's having chips and meat. Well, and what you're did you having quesadillas. Like, yeah, yeah. And the yoga studio is new. So what did you do before that? What's the family business? I'm I don't know. I need more information. She's giving me a little bit of Bronwyn vibes and it's creeping me out. Yeah. No, yes, I see that. Uh we get to Gina's boat party without Gina. <laughs> so wild. I think this is like the only event she's ever thrown ever. And then she and couldn't make it. Yes. Um, Heather wants to know if there's a penthouse on this boat. Ma'am, ma'am. This is not that kind of boat. <laughs> ma'am, where are you? This is not. She is so, so rich. It's disgusting. Uh, Jen starts telling her story about the adoption, and Shannon is rude. That was fuck. so rude. I, I literally was like, I paused and I, I paused and I was like, she she did not <laughs> just do that. Is that uh, is that John's son? Is that oh my god, John? Is that is that his son? And like, her story is still going, and you are so. She's just like yelling and waving, yelling. She's very unaware. She's very, uh, I she reacts on a dime. Mm-hmm. So instead of like looking and like processing, oh, is that John's son? Oh, I should pay attention to the story. Like she can't do that. So immediately she like sees a boat and then like, she must have ADD or something. Well, and the fact that she wasn't even aware of it to when it was brought to her attention, she still was like, I did that. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I did that. No, but she's not sorry. That's who she is. (laughs) Yeah. Like she's very self-centered. I can't. She drives me up the wall. And I usually love an Aries. They're just a little chaotic sometimes. Yeah. She's Shannon is in La La Land. Um, why is Heather Dubrow asking for shots, taking a sip, and then <laughs> shattering? And then throwing the glass. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> this is not how this works. I was like, why did you just shatter that on this person's boat? <laughs> I was <laughs> Yeah. It's not like throwing the plate. Um, I am here for Tamara and Emily. That yeah. I love I mean, I- I've loved Emily. We've known this. I've talked about this every single season. You could go back to all of our podcasts. I'm a huge Emily Stan. Um, she seems very like even keeled now. Like she's calmed down. She's like, yeah, like, no, you gotta see both sides. Like, this is Shannon, this is you. Like, she- like I did never pictured her to be the voice of reason. No, but she, I mean, she's an attorney. Stirrer. Yeah. She's an attorney. She knows how to argue it. Um, didn't I might be very wrong on this. I thought Tamara brought her on back in the day as a party planner. 
Emily? Yeah. Because remember, she's remember. like, oh, my friend Emily's throwing throwing this party. Was Maybe it wasn't her then. I don't remember that. I'll have to remember who brought Emily onto the show, who her connection was. Yeah. Um, have you ever heard of Fuck a Duck? No, and not until You've never heard that? No, because oh, it would make no ki- sense to me. When we were kids, it was like Fuck a Duck, Screw a Kangaroo. Oh, no. I, my circle of friends, we did not say these things. Oh, so. I don't know where we said this. <laughs> I've heard that. And they're like, I've never heard that. <laughs> Heather's like, but ducks are so sweet and cute. And like, why would you do that? <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah. No. I was like, oh, okay. I, what is that from? I, this is like a childhood saying. I know it is. Yeah. She just kept yelling it. And I was like, why is she yelling this? It's from something. I mean, I know I did not make this up as a kid. Screw a kangaroo. <laughs> maybe maybe i don't know uh oh you can sing it to the tune of row your boat fuck 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 a duck screw a kangaroo finger bang oh. a tang support your local. okay that's awful <laughs> that <laughs> is oh, just no wonder crazy. i didn't know this because i would have never said such a thing i have definitely heard this yeah, oh, finger banging orangutan. I remember this. I don't know where we learned it. I'll find out. Not for kids nursery rhymes part three. Clearly uh, not for kids, everybody. The Jack Horn Tip collection. This was definitely a thing when I was a kid because I've definitely heard this. Oh. Yeah. Screw a kangaroo. Uh-huh, for sure. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. Uh, <laughs> and we end with Tamara versus Shannon. Shannon actually won this round, I think, because Tamara was... Um, yes. <laughs> I'm going to jump off the boat. I don't love an unhinged Tamara. A, I love I was hoping an unhinged Candy. Off. I don't. Yeah, jump, yeah. Off, jump off. You should. I was like, is she going to jump off in those heels? Like, oh my God. Um, also, I don't. Why a pink party? It looks like. Ugh. I don't know. I don't like color parties because unless you specify like hunter green or like bubblegum. Mm. Different things. Also, a different shade. Yeah. Oh, God, this is going to be bad. Are you ready? Okay, what? Taylor looks a hot fucking mess. She does. I mean, the outfit was cute. I'll get. I'll give her that with like, like it was like under the boobs. Like it was cute. The makeup, someone did not blend her bronze. No, it was bad. They it didn't like- brush her hair. I don't. They, I, I can't. <laughs> it was like yellow on the side of her face. Yeah, she, she, yeah. she needed a little something. Um, Tamara does call next week and apologize to Shannon for her drunken behavior. Mm. Things are never going to end well if you're driving to a party saying, we're going to get fucked up. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's usually how the... Never a sign. That's usually the beginning of a disaster. Yeah, like normally be like, oh my God, we're going to have such a good day. Like you're like, we're going to get fucked up today. (laughs) I'm like, oh no. I, I like oh. I will never get over every time I see Tamara in a car. I will never forget her in the back of that limo going to the party, going, "I want to divorce you, fucking asshole!" Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that will yes. never not resonate with me. So like her in the back of that car with Jen, going, "We're gonna get." I was like, "Oh, I was like, this is not gonna end well." She looked that no. outfit was cute though. I like the little like no, the outfit was cute. The shoes I probably wouldn't have worn a on a boat. Yeah. Um, because they were super high heels and you're on a boat. But other than that, yeah. Um, I will say again, like it's light, the it's kind of flying by. We're getting a Absolutely. little bit of extravagance with Heather Debro, obviously with this college situation, which she everything. Um we haven't really seen much of Gina, which I kind of like. Uh 
okay, we'll see. We'll see where we go from here. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not mad at I'm it. Definitely in for it. Yeah. Um. Anything else on OC? Um. No. No. Awesome. So we'll be back next week without Jersey or Vanderpump Rules. Oh, thank the Lord Jesus. Thank the Lord, baby Jesus. Ooh, uh, we'll probably kinda... expand a little on our Martha's Vineyard because we're loving it. The ratings are up. Twitter's loving it. I mean, these people are wild. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. But yeah, uh, anything else you're watching, let us know. I am going to be moving again, so I don't really have time, but I will get back into <laughs> Surprise! some things. Hey, I lasted 14 months here. You did great. You did great. You're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> I'm, I'm proud of you. Um, so yeah, we'll figure things out from there. We've got New York coming up. We've got Just Like That, which I'm going to absolutely watch. Oh, absolutely. Um, Demetria's Knee Deep in the Kardashians, which I'm probably going to try to get into when I have some time, but not right now. Yeah. Um, I love me and a I might... series. You know this. Well, you should watch Secrets and Sisterhood. I mean, I might get into that also. I'm definitely um, going to try. I'm committing to trying The Bachelorette. Oh, okay. Okay. Let me know how the first one goes. And maybe I I'll will. I will. Uh, but that is a wrap on episode 140. Like us, rate us, follow us on Instagram. As always, anything you're watching, let us know. And we'll see you next week. Thank you so much, everybody. Have a great weekend. Bye. Bye. Bye.